Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Isaac Narrates. Man, we've been doing this. This is the fifth straight month, if I'm correct. If I'm doing, the, if I'm saying this correctly, I, I think it, like last month was the fourth. So I'm just saying this might be the fifth. Uh, sometimes we just don't keep track of things, even as small as what's the difference between four and five. But anyways, yeah, welcome back to Isaac Narrates. All right, um, we got a pretty good one for you today uh, because. Honestly, this might be one of the best stories I have ever gotten to share out of my life. Uh, the reason why it's the best because it's the most trouble I've gotten in. Um, and you know, Isaac, he he's pretty straight edge. You know, I, I I try to keep you know things legal in my life, and I do the right thing in my life, or at least uh, as best as I can. Um, which means I don't really have any crazy stories. Um, but this was uh, this one's pretty good. Um, I almost don't want to say it's the best story because, um, so this was also an assignment um, about a story that I was probably gonna write anyways because obviously I just said it's one of my best stories um, about the time that I almost went to jail. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the reason why it's not that great of a paper in my opinion is because. She said, it's got to be no longer than three pages or maybe even two pages. I forget. Either way, it's like nine paragraphs. That's pretty much it. Um, in the original size of the paper, it is a six or seven page story. Um, so a lot of details got cut out of there. Uh but, you know, hopefully I can uh, fill in some of the blanks after the telling of this story. And, uh, yeah, we'll just uh, take it from there. I hope you enjoy the reading of The Time I Almost Went to Jail. Have you ever faced a moment in your life where you thought, this is it? A time you thought you were done for. A moment where everything you had worked towards, any kind of future, was about to be washed away. Fresh out of high school, I had a moment like that. I was 18, the absolute dumbest version of myself. Being now older and wiser, I can look back and laugh. This is the one and only time I had thought I had ruined my life and was going to jail. It was 2018, and the first summer after my boys and I all graduated. A couple of my friends wanted to go on a really big camping trip together. Obviously, that sounded really fun because that would make it the first time we ever all went out together for a few days without any of our parents. At the time, that was actually kind of a big deal. Once we established the crew, it didn't take long for us to save up for the trip because of the shares we made in a money pool. With the bodies we had, we already faced problems right from the start. Six people per campsite eight of us. So of course, a lot of half-assed, not-so-good suggestions were made getting over this hump. Through a lot of dumb luck, all these ideas did not have to become anything more than that. Ideas. As teenage boys do, communication could take a back seat sometimes. A few days prior to needing to reserve the campsite, a couple boys messaged us about how they forgot they had things scheduled already. One, including the guy who reserved the spot. Jimmy. 
Jimmy, Kevin, and I had gone to reserve the spot. After some really lucky convincing, we got the grounds owners to be okay with us bringing eight people to one site. Somehow, everything seemed to be turning out according to plan. The completely parent-ridden event had come along pretty well, and the trip went pretty well for a while. Despite a few minor changes, the trip was everything we hoped it would be. It was not until Saturday the whole crew finally showed. Things had gone pretty well considering a lack of schedule. We found a large tree while swimming, dead on a rocky hill. Any group of young boys could see that close to water and think one thing. That tree is getting dunked. After an hour of us loosely conducting this and nearly rolling on top of us a few times, we had succeeded. We decided to celebrate by riding it like a boat until we got bored. Success can grow an appetite. It was dinner time. Once we got to camp, no decision after that was a good one. Kevin and I wanted to shower, but they were full. I had the stupid idea of, how about we use the women's? It's just a shower. I rationalized my plan, thinking, I will just shower with my girlfriend. As for Kevin, I really just hoped for the best. For some reason, I thought being quiet while in the wrong bathroom was only natural. Not for Kevin. He kept telling dumb jokes. This happened a few times until I heard a question that made my heart sink deep into my stomach. Are there boys in here? Echoes through the showers in my eardrums. Kevin's response made me feel even worse. Of course there's boys in here, you dumb bitch! After that, all I hear is a scoff and a door shut. Realizing the situation, I quickly get my shorts on and turn the corner to the next stall, telling Kevin to do the same. We gathered and left as fast as we could. We are immediately met by what I can best describe as a convoy. A line of women marching toward the restroom. Yelling at us, Kevin was one to run away as quickly as he could. As for me, I guess an apology was futile. I will always remember one of them saying, You are not of the vagina and was immediately embarrassed. I peel around the restrooms, dashing to my car with Kevin. My exit was not fast enough. They got my vehicle description. I foolishly drive, not far, at all, to the campsite. Once there, we try to explain everything to the boys. I suddenly saw something in the shadows. It was a squad car. It was creeping around discreetly, likely looking for my car. We all rally into the tent under my frantic order. We wait for the car to circle around and get out of here. We start unfolding out of the tent once safe. Only for us to find out, it was a decoy. A second squad car was far enough back for us to not notice. Boom. Every strobe light that car had was flashed on us. We've been had. At this point, I am dying inside. I had never gotten in this much trouble. I did not know what was coming next, but I knew what I shouldn't do, and that was panic. Before the police were within an earshot, I told Kevin and my girlfriend that I would speak for everything. The cops ordered all of us to take a seat. They started out with simple questions. During this, I gave short answers, all for the situation to go by quicker. It was getting really annoying because eventually we had literally three squad cars at the site. A seven-man cocktail of camp rangers, policemen, and a sheriff. At least three different times a uniform came up to me with their hands on their hips and asked me, Did you really go into the women's restroom? And then walk away 
with their head, shaking. Obviously trying to make me feel like a pervert. The only chess move of the night was saying it was only me in the showers. They probably thought my girlfriend was another boy. I say this as Kevin was only 17. Minors getting in trouble equals parent phone calls, and I was not dealing with that too. They stand me up and ask me to follow them to my car. They ask for my ID so they can run it. This is the one and only moment where I'm standing alone. I still remember the second I looked down at my shoes and thought, this is the night that ruins my life. It was just me and my worries as I did nothing but wait. To my surprise, they came back with not so terrible news. I was not going to jail and I was not going on a list. All they did was put a strike on the campground record told us not to do anything else stupid, and we had too many campers for one site. Of course. My stress never ceased until I was home the next day. I was okay never going there again. Getting away from it all, I realized that my parents never caught wind of this. I was taking a family trip to that same campground since it was local. It was surreal being there again just two weeks later traumatized while sitting with my mom, sipping iced tea as if nothing ever happened. To this day, they still don't know what the whole story was. As a policeman once said, don't do anything else stupid. To that I can say I haven't gotten into police trouble since then, and I haven't entered any other women's restrooms, on purpose at least. And shout out to Jimmy, who now has a strike at a place he's never camped at. Okay, um, so I hope that you liked the story. It's time for me to add some more details to a few more things. Um, all the names in this story are made up for the sake of protecting people's, I don't know, identities. Even though I don't think that we're going to get into any legalities. Because, like, you know, all this is is just hearsay at this point. But, uh, yeah, all of this actually really happened. Um, I will say having to make it a three page paper, some parts upon reading that felt rushed, like really rushed, like, um, like, I don't know, uh, (laughs) like, I feel like there's a sentence in there that's questionable where I say that the police just assume my girlfriend was another boy. It was implying that if... If I say, I don't even know why I put that in there, to be really honest. Well, you know, editing and revising, that's all I can do. Um, There's actually some benefits to coming back and doing this out of my own website. Because I found out, I just figured out that not the entire paper got copied and pasted to the website. It like kind of ends at like a really weird spot and like... There's people that I know read that, and nobody ever told me, so they probably just think I'm a bad story ender or something like that. Um, so I'm gonna be uh, getting around to fixing that very soon. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. That was just insane. Uh, that was like the most scared I've ever been in my life. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to hit on things that I 
originally hit on in the long version of the paper. Um, there was some quite really golden pieces, but you know, I guess that's just the downside of you know not saving the original and then cutting down a uh, you know regulation in size asking for you know paper. Um, but you know, uh. <laughs> Still a really good story. I tell it off the cuff. I've told this story so many times to people that I actually could probably really tell this in an accurate manner and in an entertaining comedic manner. Uh, just because I have just... I love telling this story. Because, like, this happened when I was 18, okay? It was 2018. I was 18. This is five years ago, folks. Um, you know... And so that means I, I used to be ashamed of this story, but uh, I've definitely become a very different person since this story, especially uh, my friends questioning me showering with my girlfriend at the time. Oops, my bad. I was 18. Like I said in the paper, uh, the dumbest version of myself. Um, see, I, I guess it never came across my mind that, uh, you know, we could just wait for extra showers to be available um it just <laughs> i i guess I don't, I don't know we were all just on some sort of not literally high but we were on just like this weekend high all of us by ourselves doing whatever we wanted and yeah it got quite dangerous putting that tree into the into the lake by the way because that tree it is, that was, it was not a small tree, okay? It was not some sort of cherry tree trunk. This was like one of those big tree trunks. And, uh, excuse me, we just really had to do a good job of not killing ourselves on that. But yeah, the whole thing floated. We treated it like the Titanic, um, minus the sinking part. And it was just awesome. And, uh, yeah, we had a really good time. Now... I'm going to address the math of the people because I did say earlier in the in the story that there was eight of us. And then I also did say that there was a couple of us that called in, but there were still eight of us. Um, there was originally eight people that wanted to go. And then about five people showed up. But of those five people, some people invited people that I never even knew about. Some people that I had met that weekend. Some people that I would probably be okay if I never saw again, to be really honest. Because uh, there was this one guy that was just a really big douchebag. And I know I'm talking about how much different of a person since then. Maybe he is too. But that guy was a douchebag. He was trying to like, he was trying to pull my girl like all weekend. It was ridiculous. But uh, yeah. Uh yeah, so that's the math on that is, you know, the original cast left and then season two cast showed up inv invited by people that I didn't even, that didn't even ask me, really. But, uh, yeah, uh, let's see, what else? What else? This is like a really good part that I'm forgetting. Oh, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, I had a good time. I will say that it was exhilarating. But I don't think I'd mess uh, mess with the women's bathrooms ever again. Because honestly, it's not... <laughs> Anybody can look at the surface and say, Oh, this guy was in the girls' restroom? What a pervert. No, dude. 
I was just looking after my hygiene. And it's so ironic because like I never showered back then. Why was I making myself shower in a in an uber difficult situation like that? I just I just I just don't get it. Um but uh yeah. Maybe I can give this whole thing a rewrite and put some gold in there like it was originally. But uh, as for now, I hope you enjoyed this story. If you want to read it for yourself, it is on the scaldstone.com. The scaldstone.com. So the word the, yeah, the, 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 it's in the domain name. So the domain name is the scaldstone.com. Um, as if you're already familiar with the Isaac Narrates story, Isaac Narrates series, uh, you will, of course, know that everything I read on here is from the website. Um, and, you know, hopefully that I can just keep on adding and adding and adding. And, uh, you know, maybe one day it'll catch up to me saying, oh, snap, I've read all my material on the website. I got to make more material. But I hope that doesn't come anytime soon, you know. Uh, but with that said, I hope you enjoyed the fifth installment of Isaac Narrates. Y'all have a good rest of your day. Oh, yeah, and one last thing. Um, yeah, again, sorry to Jimmy. He uh, He's actually the guy who put his name on the reserve, and they put the strike on the reserve name, from which I said that I was the guy who reserved the place. And so, yeah, uh, Jimmy to this day has never gone to uh, that campground, um, but he still has uh, never known that he got a strike for never going on a camping trip. Funny how that works.